Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Color Healing Radio, the world's first radio channel devoted to helping you obtain clarity, healing, and peace through the use of color. Are you curious about the healing power of color? Stay tuned for the color calendar with Elaine Marie. Change your colors and you change your world. Welcome to another episode of The Color Calendar, brought to you by Aura House School of Color and Light at ColorTherapySchool.com. I'm your host, Elaine Marie, and I will be your guide as we look through life's kaleidoscope to find the most colorful people and the most colorful events in the world. My guest today is Hayden Crawford, an intuitive energy healer, psychic, and color therapist based in the Margaret River region of Western Australia. Hayden has always been passionate about color and holistic therapies and is inspired by remedies found in nature. This led him to train as a Reiki master and practitioner of vibrational medicine, refining his psychic intuitive abilities along the way. He has been assisting his clients with the rebalancing of their subtle energetic bodies and chakras since 2001. He created Dreamtime in 2015 to introduce accessible, holistic tools, techniques, and products to empower people to heal themselves with modalities which resonate color, energy, and light. I have never been to Australia, but I imagine that the colors are spectacular. Do you find yourself gravitating towards Colors that you would never have considered when you were living in England? For instance, do you find the colors chartreuse or magenta more appealing in Australia? It's interesting we should say that because orange has always been really, for, for most of my life, the, my, my favorite color. But since living in Australia, it's more, um, I'm more gravitating towards yellow, actually. And I'm wondering whether it's because of the sunshine. I think one of the reasons why I came to Australia in the first place is because I, I think to suffer from seasonal affective disorder. So, you know, that sad um, where, you know, if you don't get enough light, you, you can get a little bit down. So when I first came to Australia in 2000, I fell in love with it. Uh, and I loved the turquoise of the ocean, um, just where the, the waves would lap onto the shore and that lovely iridescent reflective nature. It made me feel really uplifted. But, um, yeah, as, as, as sort of time has come on um, this time round, obviously we, we emigrated back in 2010. 
it's been yellow that's really kind of taken over from orange for me. And I, I, I'm wondering whether it's to do with my self-esteem is better and my self-confidence is um, improving. So it's that sort of brightness and optimism that, that yellow offers. And I think that's what Australia provides for people because it is, it's got a young vitality Australia, even though that it's got this um, ancient knowledge and wisdom sort of embedded in its culture. Um, it's got that sort of very fresh, um, energetic quality um, about it as well. So yellow and, and probably, you know, that sort of aqua turquoise colour would be, would be colours that I'm certainly more attracted to. Just like a, a beautiful beach in Eagle Bay in Margaret River, you know, somewhere where you just feel completely and sublimely peaceful. After you became an adult, you studied film and television production, and then you worked as a professional recruiter, realtor, digital media manager, and holistic wellness practitioner. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> so overall, though, you have taken many leaps of faith, and you had quite the diverse and colorful life. But transitioning from corporate to celestial couldn't have been easy, Hayden. So tell us about that. Yeah, it was it was a, an interesting time for sure. I've been working in IT recruitment for about well over twelve years, and although I was good at it and it made me lots of money and it you know it actually made me really um, feel quite empty inside. I felt like I was just going through the motions and I was starting to feel really angry and frustrated. So it actually resulted in me having an operation on my mouth, which stemmed from um, a previous operation that I'd had having all four of my wisdom teeth removed and I'd attracted some sort of infection. So I see it now as being kind of like a wake-up call uh, to start speaking up about the way I was feeling and start making some changes. So, you know, I spoke to Spirit and I started asking for guidance about my life purpose and, you know, and especially when I was feeling my, my most lost. And all they simply revealed to me were the words, work with colour. So I started learning about, you know, uh, the Australian bushflower essences whilst I was still working in the city. And my friend Alison, um, she'd print off the meaning of all the flowers and laminate them. And slowly but surely, I started resonating with them um, as I'd been guided to do so. And I, I trained on becoming uh, an advanced Australian bushflower practitioner and also learned Pythagorean numerology with Ian White in Fremantle. So I was preparing myself for a move to the Margaret River wine region in Western Australia, where I wanted to establish a business offering wellness consultations with vibrational medicine being obviously my key offering. I have been watching your video channel on YouTube, Hayden, and it looks like your video production background really came in handy because your videos are entertaining and they're colorful, of course. Why do you call your company Dreamtime, and what was your initial vision for this venture? Once again, Elaine Marie is asking some very good questions here. <laughs> my, um, my business is called Dreamtime because I, I resonate with the ancient wisdom of the indigenous people of Australia. So according to our original belief, um, all life as it is today, that's human, bird, 
animal and fish is all part of one vast unchanging network of relationships which can be traced to the great spirit ancestors of the dream time. So the dream time continues as the dreaming in the spiritual lives of the Aboriginal people today. And dream time is the Aboriginal understanding of the world, of its creation and of its great story. So the dream time is the beginning of knowledge from um, which came the laws of existence. So, you know, survival, these laws must be observed. So along with the Egyptians, they were the pioneers of using flowers for healing by actually they used to sit in clumps of different varieties and absorb their energies. The flowers would speak to them through what is called the doctrine of signatures, whereby the colour, shape, numerology, texture, and even the smell of the flower would reveal itself to, um, you know, and its therapeutic qualities. So out of respect, I wanted to make my business a modern twist on this ancient wisdom, infusing my essences with coloured light and Reiki symbols. Um, so that's why I've spelt it differently and I've spelt it dream time with a double E. It's kind of out of respect to, you know, that ancient wisdom. Okay, that's really remarkable. You know, you offer a lot of different types of services. So would you walk us through a typical dream time wellness consultation how long is it and what types of tools do you use? Well, it's interesting because um, each consultation that I do actually seems to go off on its own little tangent because we really do, you know, have to respect that everybody is very, very different um, and we all have slightly different needs. So in a, a typical consultation, it would last a around about 90 minutes, but I, you know, have many instances where these go um, above and beyond that time. Um, and they're really aimed at reconnecting you with yourself on many different levels. So utilizing tools like the Australian bushflower essences, numerology, psychic channeling, um, crystals, uh, color therapy, and various proven emotional release processes. I'm able to help people let go of blocked emotions and habits, which may be causing them a variety of mental, emotional, and spiritual imbalances. So I also attune to the helpful guidance of loved ones in spirit. Um, so it's important to remain quite open-minded during my sessions, and that really helps to strengthen these connections. Sometimes if somebody is a little bit scared that maybe, you know, their uh, dead auntie Mabel might come through, um, you know, they, they, they might block certain information that comes through. So, you know, it's really very important to, uh, to, to ask people to sort of get, try and get in uh, touch with their higher selves. And um, so I use quite a lot of mindfulness meditation as well, just to get people in the now and, and sort of living in the present. Uh, but some benefits of these kind of um, consultations and energetic healings would include things like, you know, the rediscovery of your true life's purpose and direction. Um, it actually reduces anxiety, depression, guilt, grief, worry, fear, anger, jealousy, and resentment, and you know, all those lower-lying negative human emotions. Pain relief can come up. Um, renewed enthusiasm and perseverance and endurance, inner strength and optimism. They re revitalize your physical energy and um, they 
they really help to heighten self-love, acceptance and approval. Heightening intuition, psychic protection, you know, enhancing creativity and intimacy, physical grounding, reduction of critical tendencies and judgmental aspects as well. You know, so it really works quite holistically throughout the whole of the, the mind, body and spirit. They're really great. And what I find is during the consultations, it's a, a fantastic release for a lot of people. They, they get quite emotional and um, there's often a box of tissues at the ready um, because once people finally let go of these things that have been holding them back, they're able to sort of step up and really start feeling good. So they then can start attracting all those great things to themselves, like that wonderful holiday in the Maldives that they might want, or, you know, that new car or the new relationship, you know, so, or it might just be about a personal transformation for them. Wow, it sounds like you're sort of one-stop shopping here. There's nothing that you can't help people with. That's fabulous. Would you explain the process that you use for opening and healing the chakras? Yeah, absolutely. So my consultations would usually begin with my client's birth date and their birth name. And from there, I can actually determine which chakras are most likely to be demonstrating either excessive or deficient characteristics. So I like to ask the client to select the colour from my Dreamtime Zodiac Wheel, um, which is something that I've kind of invented myself. You know, the colour which most attracts them. And this gives me an indication as to, you know, which astrological sign that they might have an imbalance with. It's all about getting the client really to self-diagnose. Uh, using their own intuition, really. So I ask them to select various insight cards, either from my bush flower, chakra, colour, or crystal decks. And I'm always watching out for, you know, either flashes of inspiration or images from spirit too, because uh, they can offer further emotional support or guidance during this process. Uh, they can be really helpful, actually. I um. I may be guided to go through um, one or, you know, several proven emotional blockage discovery and release techniques, depending on the severity of the case for each client. So the chakra which appears to be most out of balance will be identified. And then I sort of go to, you know, which of the dream time essences from my chakra range would actually continue to assist them on their journey for a period of three to four weeks after their initial consultation, and then on to the follow-up. The follow-ups would actually include emotional release techniques, um, Reiki treatments, and even LED light therapy sessions until the client feels rebalanced and is demonstrating you know, different behaviors. You mentioned that you use flower essences. When did you start experimenting with flower essences? Uh, well, I started experimenting with flower essences in 2013 and um, wanted to use the Australian bush flower essences as my core ingredients in the range, as they seem to me to be the purest and most authentic, actually, uh, because they gathered from sacred spiritual sites uh, throughout Australia. Um, I identified with um, the uh, witch flowers actually rebalance the endocrine glands, such as the thyroid or pituitary or the thymus, and created actually my blends 
from there to resonate with the chakras. So these are, they're all um, personalized during my consultations as sometimes other essences are required inside the base blends. And the essences are amplified with color and Reiki symbols during their creation. For example, my crown chakra essence contains um, a flower called bush iris which rebalances the pineal gland, which helps people to awaken to their spirituality and can also assist people who are living too much of a materialistic life. You participate in a lot of psychic and healing fairs, and I will bet that you attract quite the crowd around your colorful Dreamtime booth, or stall as you call it in Australia. What is the one thing about color, Hayden, that people find most curious or surprising? Right, well, it's very, that's a very interesting um, point, actually. It's funny because what I find in Australia is, um, I don't know whether the Australian public are as um, open-minded uh, with regards to the therapeutic qualities of colour as maybe perhaps they are in the States. So part of my purpose really is, is, is education and um, what I find is that when I start trying to um, explain the benefits of, of colour, um, that it actually has a nutritive effect on the body um, and is a visible form of light. It, it, I think that surprises a lot of people that it's, it's not just colour or it's not just light. It has actually been proven by science now to have therapeutic qualities, and each colour has its own unique wavelength and frequency, which correlates to the various energy centres. For example, red sits at 700 to 630 nanometers, and medicine is already using red light and other coloured lights in the treatment of um, symptoms. So, you know, red light's used for burns, it speeds the healing of severe burns and skin rejuvenation. It helps with skin repair and effect, the effects of aging. It boosts collagen, so, you know, <laughs> no longer is there any need to have a trout pouch, um, you know, um, and it smooths and uh, helps, you know, the, it smooths wrinkles out, it prevents and reduces scar tissue, increases the flow of blood, and it's useful for poor circulation. It regenerates the blood, and uh, it may help with anemia as well by building hemoglobin and energizes and relieves congestion in the liver. I mean, the list goes on and on and on about the therapeutic qualities. Somehow, in your very busy life, Hayden, you found time for painting. You paint with acrylics and watercolors, and from what I've seen of your spiritual art, every piece is just flowing with vibrant colors. Does this mean that you have found your joy and are proclaiming it to the world? I guess that my, um, my artwork at the moment is a, a, an aspect of what I do really to sort of keep my energy levels high it's my work with vibrational medicine and uh, my holistic work is for me the most important purpose that I have so the art is almost my downtime I guess and um, I try and do some every week so I use the colors more to 
transform my emotions. Um, so if I'm feeling out of whack, I'll bring in an archetype that possesses the qualities um, that I'd like to have and breathe those in and breathe it through the color and, you know, sort of really use the color to be able to, uh, it's almost like an emotional release technique. And what I'm finding now, actually, is the, the, the work that's coming up a lot of the time is kind of coming through through um, flashes of inspiration through spirit or other dimensions, actually. And there was a recent picture that I um, created. Um, I got this image of almost like a cat woman, um, and I painted her, and I named her Amber. So you can see her on my uh, website. She's in my um gallery and um, I wasn't really sure where this image had come from so I decided to put it up on the Galactic Federation of Light Facebook page and ask for people to um, comment on who they felt this woman was and um, that so many people came back saying that she was um, a cat woman or one of the lion people from the Pleiades or the Lyrian, a Lyrian woman, but maybe that she was a hybrid and had reptilian um, characteristics as well, that she was maybe part human, part cat and part reptile. And then obviously with that painting came out a whole host of planetary paintings as well, which I painted during the eclipses um, in Pisces um, a few months ago. And they name a blue planet, which is part of one of those constellations, which is present in the artwork that I've done. And I had no idea really what, what I was painting. I just felt compelled to do this. So my art has become more channeled when I focus on it. Um, so really there's two distinct types of work that I do. Work for me, which is just using the colour, and then work that sort of comes to me that I, I sort of almost feel compelled to paint. So it's, um, it's exciting, but again, it's, I'd rather use the colour to be able to help other people in my workshops to transform, uh, help them transform, you know, blocked emotions or, or feelings or behaviours that are kind of caught up in their subtle bodies. And once they've released those and transformed those, they find that behavioural patterns then start transmogrifying as well and um, they live a, a lighter and uh, have more inner peace. Well, I find that all very interesting, and, and let's go into a little bit more detail about your color therapy workshops. You took your love for painting, and you created these workshops that allow people to communicate through art. How exactly does the painting help people heal, and do they need to have previous art training to participate? Well, you know what? It's, it really isn't important that people um, have any um, formal art training or, 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 you know, they don't even really need to know how to pick up a paintbrush. It's more about using the colours intuitively to be able to express how they're feeling. Um, and what I tend to do is bring in, um, as I mentioned, these archetypes. So either people, places, from their present, from their past. They could be uh, fictitious characters, you know, whatever. They bring in these archetypes that, you know, possess the qualities that they wish and would like to possess um, to be able to help them transform a particular emotion. So um, somebody might be feeling um, 
depressed or, you know, anxious, have anxiety, and they may bring in, you know, Superman, for example, who's strong and bold and brave, and they breathe in the qualities of that, you know, that superhero, and then they repaint. And in that process of the using the colour in painting one and then recreating it in painting two, they have gone on a journey and the colour has helped them release emotions and feelings that have been holding them back. And, you know, if you do that over a period of time, and the beauty of the workshops is I set people up on a 30-day programme because, as you know, it takes 30 days to, to make a habit, but it also takes 30 days to break a habit as well. So, you know, it's um, about repetition and setting an intention to begin with on this journey of what you're hoping to transform. And actually, I used it very powerfully um, back in the, the days where I was working in IT recruitment and I had so much anxiety towards work and that was my intention. I wanted to use the colour to release those feelings and it literally did free me. And that's what I find with the people who attend the, the colour therapy classes. They, they come in feeling a particular way and they leave feeling lighter, more optimistic, more hopeful and that sense of inner peace and freedom is very much a repetitious characteristic that, that comes up for them. So really people don't need any form of art training. It's more about utilising colour and, you know, movement as well to some degree and sound uh, to be able to, 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 to get those feelings up and out. You know, as healers, we are always focusing on others, and sometimes we need to just take a step back and concentrate on our own health. How has color helped you in your own self-healing process, Hayden? Color's helped me in so many different ways, Elaine Marie. It brings me joy, hope, and gratitude, um, and on a daily basis, it supports me um, whenever I'm feeling down. I feel that by absorbing the nutrients of colour, I uh, remain healthy and balanced. And having a peace, you know, inspires me and it energises me. It calms me down and it heightens my intuition. It grounds me and it opens my heart to other people. So colour really is instrumental in my daily life. And I'm so grateful to have it as part of my amazing life. Well, we have one more question left, Hayden, and that is, when you look back at all your life experiences, what do you think has been the greatest lesson that color has taught you? Now, I know this might sound a little bit cheesy, but, you know, looking at it uh, from my deepest aspect, I feel that colour has given me freedom. I feel that it has reminded me that all I am is source energy vibrating at my own frequency and that one day I'll return to this source. It's that simple. Here's 
what's happening on the color calendar for October 2016. Victoria Silks is presenting Orasoma and 72 Angels of the Kabbalah, Part 1, from Saturday, October 1st through Tuesday, October 4th in Santa Fe, New Mexico. A Color Yourself Calm workshop will be held from Friday, October 7th through Sunday, October 9th in Big Sur, California. On Saturday, October 8th, Cindy Muby will teach a color therapy class in Phoenix, Arizona. Tamado Academy is offering its Sound Color and Movement Level 1 certification program on Monday, October 10th through Sunday, October 16th in Malibu, California. Balanced Living is offering an Arasoma Commanders workshop on Saturday, October 15th in Singapore. On Saturday, October 15th and Sunday, October 16th, Jackie Pierce of Golden Lady Holistics will host the Soul of Color Module 2 course in Edmonton, Canada. Violet Sun Complementary Therapies is offering a Color Therapy in Crystals workshop on Sunday, October 16th in Bedford View, South Africa. Also on Sunday, October 16th is a Starlight Color Oils and Essences workshop presented by the Karani Light Center in Cranbourne, England. A six-week sound and color workshop begins on Saturday, October 22nd in Fort Wayne, Indiana. On Saturday, October 22nd and Sunday, October 23rd, a color therapy practitioner training workshop, part one, will be held in Dundee, Scotland. Art and Creativity for Healing has scheduled an Expressing Feelings with Color workshop on Sunday, October 23rd in Laguna Hills, California. On Wednesday, October 26th, Illuminations is hosting a Healing Art Meditation Let Your Heart Speak in Color workshop in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. Aaron Roy will present his Angel Color Therapy workshop on Thursday, October 27th in Coventry, Rhode Island. An RSOMA Level 1 course begins on Sunday, October 30th at Rainbow Connection in Warhope, Australia. And if you happen to be in Busselton, Australia on Sunday, October 30th, please be sure to stop by Hayden Crawford's colorful stall at the Southwest Wellness Expo. And that is what's happening on the color calendar for October. If you have a colorful event that you would like to submit for the color calendar, please email your request to AuraHouse at Yahoo.com. Would you like to see the calendar listings mentioned on the show today or chat about your favorite color healing radio show? Just stop by our Facebook page and don't forget that you can also listen to the color healing radio archives anytime at colorhealingradio.com. I'd also like to remind you that October launches our Indiegogo campaign to benefit Color Therapy Month. So please visit colortherapymonth.com to learn how you can donate to our annual celebration of color. It's so important. Many thanks and many blessings to Hayden Crawford for joining us today. To learn more about his work, please visit HaydenCrawford.com, and that's spelled H-A-Y-D-E-N-C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D.com. Until next time, no matter how you feel 
or where on the planet you live, don't forget to stop and enjoy the pretty colors. Namaste.